Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks, I appreciate you. Hopefully you're having a great day. It's a another end of another great week, hopefully, for you. By the way, a lot of people wondering how, how can you watch the show. I did change platforms this week. We're, we're going to stick with this for a while just to see how it works out. But you press the same button. Go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, and click on Watch Now when the show is live between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, just click on Watch Now. If you want to see like the Rudy Giuliani interview from yesterday or the campus fix or the college fix, from yesterday, you can go to watch on my on my website again, JoePags.com. But I think that's on a drop down menu if you're on mobile. Again, you want to watch the show live as we do it, see all of us, see the interviews that I bring. You can always do that. See Joe Biden stumbling through words like last hour. Again, JoePags.com and click on Watch Now, and uh, that's how we get that done for you. We've got a lot going on this hour. We're gonna have uh, Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott who is uh, an incredible mind when it comes to what's going on in the world. Going to talk about Syria and the bombings that we had there because of the drone strike that took out some Americans or something. Uh, We're going to fill you in on exactly what happened there and whether that was uh, the righteous thing to do. And then we're also going to get into Ukraine, which is very interesting as well. Of course, on your Friday. Give me some strings. Come on, horns. That was Kerry. Yep, every time. No, no, never. Wow. No. A double dose, huh? Double dose. Come on, Bob Guthrie, bring it. Friday. Uh huh. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Let's go. Friday. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. I say it's a free speech Friday. Let's do it. Ah, uh, freedom. By the way, that's Carrie Lockie, Chocolate Voice. How you doing, Carrie? All right. Polo making it happen. Sam in the hizzy. Bring it like it's been brought. Let's go. Whatever's our new mind, it's fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. It's 1-888-888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Whatever's on your mind. Many times people go after me on the on the internet, say, oh, you're a stupid face and whatever, and I'll say, hey, just call the show. Hey, just make that happen. By the way, I do want to make reference to something that, that irked me a little bit today. I won't call out names other than I'll say Alan Dershowitz. But the other names I won't call out. So Dershowitz, who we've had on this show many times, he's the a professor emeritus over at, um, at Harvard Law. He, of course, is the same Ellen Dershowitz that's been very famous as a lawyer for a long time, one of O.J. Simpson's lawyers, and so on. He's historically a liberal, but he's come out on the side of Donald Trump in many of these cases because they're unconstitutional. Well, there was an allegation that he was somehow on Epstein's island. He also defended Epstein um, on Epstein's island. And some allegation that he was sleeping with these underage girls and whatever. And then the girl who made the allegation took it back, said, no, 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 I was mistaken. It wasn't him. We've had Alan Dershowitz on the show many, many times. One of those times, and Carrie, you'll remember this, I'm sure. I asked him directly about this. Did you go to that island? Did you have relations with these girls? Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm 80 whatever years old. I haven't had sex with anybody but my wife since we've been married. We've been married for this length of time. Period. End of story. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. And we, 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 we addressed it. And that makes sense, right? Sure. Because it was a big news, 
and we've always been fair with him. So we had him on. We asked him very directly. He gave his answer. I can't say, well, you're a liar. Okay, I, I, I don't know. I can only take his word for it. So he's on some show, and it's a podcast, a pretty, a pretty popular one. And he's being asked about um, legal case surrounding Donald Trump and Alvin Bragg. And then the host says, oh, I wanted to ask you about these allegations from Epstein Island. And you can see that Dershowitz gets a little bit unhappy about it. And he's like, well, I didn't know that we're going to do this, but okay, what? And the questions are asked, and he gives the answers and whatever. And the host says, really appreciate you coming on. He says, well, good. It's the last time that you're ever coming on or that I'm ever going to be on your show. So I hope you enjoyed it because he felt like he was being ambushed. Now, the host says, we told your people we were going to ask about this. And Dershowitz is like, acted like he didn't think that that really happened. So I see this back and forth. And I decided to comment on Twitter because they posted a link to this interview, right? Yeah. And I said, post the email. Did you inform him? Now, don't misunderstand. I don't think, journalistically speaking, you have to inform people you're going to ask them. But you're not having Alan Dershowitz on to have sort of a, a question and answer in an interview about general topics. You have him on, hey, professor, can you come on and talk about Donald Trump and Alvin Bragg? And the answer is yes. And if you have him on... And don't tell him that you, you know, we might bring up Epstein Island too. I think that that's a bit of an ambush. You know what I mean? Because they had him on as a, as an expert. They didn't have him on as an interviewee. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Not like going down and putting a microphone in front of the mayor's face and asking whatever you want. This was not a news gathering story. This was, let me bring in one of the preeminent lawyers that we've ever had. So I simply said, and I don't think this was out of line. No, I don't know the interviewer. I don't know this person at all. Appears to do a very good podcast, very popular. I said, produce the email. And then somebody else jumps in who follows me, and I follow him. And this person says, All right, w- 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 let me make sure that I have it exactly right. Because I was like, what? Just talk amongst yourselves for a second. That is the he joke. says, Joe, are you defending him? I'm like, what? Okay. Wait, wait, am I defending him in what, what sense? Of, in what sense? And I'll never forget, Brian Stetler had, um, is it Stetler or Stelter? I don't, I can never figure it out. Stelter, Stelter, I think. So he had his stupid little show on CNN. He's been fired since. And he invited Glenn Beck to come on about five years ago. And at that time, there was the potential sale of the blaze and so on and so forth. You know, Glenn's, uh, um, his network, basically, and also his, his news outlet. So Stelter has him on to talk about something completely different. And then says, oh, well, I hear this person's going to buy the Blaze. What do you have to say about that? And Glenn, you could tell he's taken aback. So I emailed Glenn and I said, did he tell you he was going to bring that up? And his answer was, of course not. So that to me is an ambush. You have me on as an expert. We're going to talk about these topics. You know, I'm not a newsmaker. I'm not, I'm not somebody who's the president who should be peppered with questions. And there should be no, here are the questions. When I interview people, I don't tell them what questions I'm going to ask. If it's an interview to gain information about something. But if I have you on as an expert, yeah, I'm going to tell you what I want to talk, what I want to talk about. So the end of the day, this podcast person puts up a text that's, that says, great, can't wait to talk with you. By the way, we'll probably bring up Epstein Island. So the podcaster does do what he or she said they would do. And that's all I was asking. Show me. I didn't say, you liar. You ambushed him. How dare you? I did nothing like that. But what bothers me is that somebody who's allegedly on my side of things when it comes to sensibilities and politics and and American values decided he would publicly on Twitter say, 
Are you defending him? <laughs> what? I've never met this person. Calls me Joe. Joe, are you defending him? Like we're buddies. We're not. And this is a person that's like been on Clay and Buck and stuff like that. So I don't understand that. I just wanted to, I want to put that over the airwaves and let people understand that A, stop starting a fight with your own side, dummy. And B, when somebody asks a question like, can you produce the email or produce the email? Just show me. Because that, Carrie, the reason I did that is obvious, right? I just wanted to clear it up. Did you or yeah. did you not tell him? Yeah, I, that's okay. Story now, had closed. I tweeted, you lying SOB, you didn't tell him, and Dershowitz is right, you suck. Now, had I done that, I get it. But don't even. I mean, don't don't even. Don't, don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Don't, don't go there started. because you went there and you made a fool out of yourself. Now, this person, I've responded hours ago, has not said anything in response. Because what I said was, because it's actually very simple, I said, uh, I asked a simple question. I don't like if a guest is ambushed. I saw Brian Stelter do it to Glenn Beck. That, thus, my question wasn't loaded, wasn't leading, and I see she did show the text that included she'd bring it up. Do you have a problem with my question? Never answered me. Hmm. She said, don't, don't be Bobby Badass <sighs> on the internets. Don't be. Because I am completely cool with you criticizing giving your opinion on what I do, telling me that I'm this, that, or the other, and here's why. But don't don't take my saying, did you produce the email, as meaning, you suck. <laughs> Carrie, can we not do that? It would be nice, right? Okay, the emailer was Carrie. Hard... I'll be honest. No, with you. The, it wasn't. The, texter, the no. Twitterer was, you know, it wasn't Carrie at all. Uh, before we hit the break here, I want to bring up this issue because our national language in this country is English. Ask me how I know that. How do you know that? All of our founding documents are in English. Mm, yes. Period. This country, now I'm not calling it the official language because we're not allowed to say it's the official language, but it is. But our national language is English. I know a lot of Spanish. I know some Italian, basically the dirty words. I know some French, studied it for three years in school. So I love languages. I think they're awesome. I think they're absolutely great. But when it comes to the language of this country, the national language, it is, in fact, English. You even have to learn remedial English before you can become a citizen when you come here from elsewhere. Why? Because it's our official, not our official, it's our national language. And again, people have tried to make it official, but somehow they were racist if they just wanted to say English is the official language. So it is without a doubt the national language. If you don't speak English in this country, you cannot succeed in this country. That's why when you sent me this story, I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Fill me in, please. From the blaze, several Democratic lawmakers in Washington state proposed a bill that would open up law enforcement and firefighter applicant eligibility to those who cannot read or write English. The proposed legislation, SB 5274, would remove the English language requirement for city police officers, firefighters, fish and wildlife officers, and individuals applying for positions within the sheriff's office. According to state Senator Javier Valdez and 10 other Democrats who sponsored the bill, it seeks to expand eligibility and certain civil service positions to allow lawful permanent residents to apply. The amended version of the bill, which passed the state Senate in March, states that it removes the requirement that applicants for certain civil service positions must be able to read and write in English. Democratic lawmakers proposed the legislation to address the state's job shortages and promote diversification of Washington's public service by encouraging and highlighting bilingualism and multilingualism. 
This bill gives job access to people who are qualified but have previously been excluded from applying. The legislation reads, with current job shortages and not enough workers to fill the roles, this intends to expand the pool of candidates. It expands applications to legal residents and waives some language requirements. They still have to meet the minimum requirements of the job. I want to make sure I understand. This is Washington State? Yes. I'm driving through Washington where we have like five stations, and we love all the stations there. We're on all over the state. Spokane, Yakima. Is it Yakima or Yakima? Yakima. Did we decide it's Yakima or Yakima? I say Yakima. You know why? Why? Because you don't care about the people there. It's Yakima. I do. It is a Yakima. 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 If I'm driving through the state and I get pulled over, there's a chance the cop can't speak English? Yes. Is that what they want? Really? Yes. Yeah. Did I hear you and right? How are you supposed to communicate with this person? I don't know. If you're yes, only you speaking your English, he's speaking another language. Hmm. Now I understand putting a job application up if it happens to be a heavily Hungarian-speaking area uh, would be beneficial to speak English and Hungarian. It would be beneficial to speak English and Italian, to speak English and Spanish. And maybe even saying you've got to be able to speak both, that might make sense if the neighborhood if the neighborhood requires that. But to ever say you don't have to speak English and get a job in government paid by taxpayers in America, you, you must be high. Carrie, I'm going to need everybody uh, tested for crack. Drug tested, in got there. Can, it. Yeah, can mm-hmm. you get me a list of everybody? Because I need, a, I need the results <laughs> of a crack test. I'm thinking they're all on crack. So Washington State allowed for the... Uh, uh, the, the whatever it was, the six weeks of of love, where they were raping everybody and having uh, killing people and everything else. Uh, what, what do they call that? Because they they named it two different things, the chop and then the chaz. Mm, yeah, something like You've that. You've got that in Washington State, and because there was no support for police, and police were disallowed to go in a six block area in Washington State, a lot of them quit. And because a lot of them quit, because there was this big push to defund the police in Washington State. They now want to replace them with people who are legal residents but don't speak English? No, they're, they're kidding, right? They're kidding. No. You're not kidding? Not kidding. Was that from the Babylon Bee, that story? It was not from the Blaze. That was a Bee story. No, that was a bee. it wasn't. No. Where is it from? The Blaze. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Do you want a situation in this country where you live where you might be pulled over by a police officer who doesn't speak the same language as you and you're speaking English. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe I'm the one who should go learn 18 languages. And go, Okay, what if the person's from someplace that has a specific language and only a dialect that he or she understands? They can work there, but nobody in this country has to speak the language? Shut the face. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. People are bothered by this idea of having police officers or firefighters or other civil servants who don't speak English working in America. 
And again, it's a, it just blows my mind. And the reason they say they want this is to open up the pool of candidates from those who are legal residents here. Well, I'm sorry, if you're a legal resident here, why wouldn't you want to learn the language that would get you much more success in this, in this American community? Have we learned nothing by lowering the standards in like Memphis where they killed uh, Tyree Nichols? Have we learned nothing? If you lower the standards, it makes for a lower ability to save people's lives or to keep people safe and secure or to put out a fire. Lowering stand, we're seeing this right now in Congress as Biden sends these nominees. You had one guy who who wants to be a federal judge didn't know about the the Supreme Court decision that made sure prosecutors had to share information and evidence with the defense. It was the Brady situation that was brought up by um by Kennedy the other day. The guy didn't know what it meant. He didn't have any clue what it was. But he wants to be on the federal bench. You can't keep lowering standards. You have to, at some point, put your foot down and say, no, this isn't going to work for us. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Eden Pure has a great technology that they're working with. It's called Oxy Technology. It's in their Thunderstorm air purifier. Over 300,000 of these have been sold. I've been telling you about them for a long time. We've got three in the house. I think it's three. It could be four. But we know we have at least three. And you know where it is because it takes away any sort of odor that you might be dealing with and it leaves a fresh, clean scent behind like a thunderstorm just rolled through. Any smell is going to vanish. Any odor is going to vanish. Whatever you can think of, it goes after it and gets rid of it because it sends out O3 molecules. They seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under, under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again. You save a bunch of money that way. Start enjoying your home again, and right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home protection. You get three units for under $200. Get one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, or anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S, and save $200. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code is PAGS. Shipping is also free. Let me go to uh, Andy, who's in Yakima. Andy, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Yeah, you got it right. You got the name right. Thank you, brother. Talk, <laughs> hey, talk to me. Um, so, yeah. So about that, about the law, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I think my whole concern is uh, um, what about the safety of, you know, those of that cannot be translated? How do you trans? Do you have to hire a translator along with the police officer? Um, if you can't understand what they're saying, does that throw out the validity in court? I mean, like, how does this, our, law, our lawmakers, no sense. Our only hope is uh, the seceding into greater Idaho at this point. <laughs> well, I don't know if going to happen, but I'll answer your question this way. Like I said, if you've yeah. got an area of town that you know that there's a pocket of people that doesn't speak that don't speak any English, maybe you can require having having dual language. Uh, you've got to be bilingual if you can get this job. But to say you're going to get the job if you don't speak any English at all doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't to you either, does it? No, not at all. Especially in this area where uh, agriculture is very high. You know, we have a right. lot of workers that don't speak English here and um, or that are bilingual or need a translator, you know, and I work in agriculture. So, um, yeah, it doesn't make the qualifications make no sense. I, I don't know what they're doing on the other side of the mountains there. I have no idea. But whatever, <laughs> but whatever they decided, it affects you sadly. And that does suck. I, listen, Washington State, I love you guys. A lot of red areas that listen to my program, that love my program, that love tra- traditional American values. But for some reason, you've got a couple of big cities that run the whole joint and it leaves you guys out in the cold. Keep it here. Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott when we come back. Stay here. Joe Pags.